Would you like to become a fascinating personality, break free from plateaus, and gain power over your mental resources and your full potential? You came to the right place. Welcome to a magical journey to yourself. This show is made in Germany. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or PureMindMagic.club. Welcome to Season 1, Shaping Your Reality. And here is your host, international magician, speaker, and book author, Victoria Mavis. gentlemen welcome to pure mind magic and december 3rd today my interview with tyson e franklin this gentleman knows everything about how video and audio can really enhance your business he's a very successful podcaster and speaker and is really an expert when it comes to online media and how to get the word spread as well as your message. He's also working as a mentor and has done several video challenges. He has the entrepreneurial DNA and was born with it. So you can be sure to take some great advice from today's interview with Tyson. Before we dive into the interview, as usual for today, there is a Christmas gift tip for you in case you are still looking for some things to collect them all together. I sort of something that is kind of magical and a really cool gadget that is for everyone and really easy to use. What I'm speaking about is the U light system. I have that and I just love it because you can turn those lights to any color. And there are also some themes you can program like sunset or sunrise as well as you can turn your own pictures into a light atmosphere there so there are endless opportunities of course you can also use that for disco or that the film you are watching is also mirrored in the lights around in your living room so I will leave a link in the show notes below this episode. There you can find everything about it and how to get the basis package of it. I think this is really a cool gift that brings a lot of joy and also very magical, endless possibilities when it comes to your lights at home. Of course, you can also switch them on and off from anywhere in the world when you connect your smartphone with your internet and the U system. So check it out. And now let's get back to the interview of today with my friend Tyson E. Franklin. Hi, Tyson. How are you today? I am fantastic, Victoria. This is so good to be on your show. I'm. Um, I think we're going to create some pure magic here. 
Oh, yeah, you're so right. I couldn't wait to have you as a guest because I enjoyed it so much being on your podcast. But today it's on me to ask you all the questions. I know, and it, I, I find it more relaxing being the guest than being the host <laughs> because you can you can <laughs> sit back and you just get to answer questions. You don't actually, you think, but you don't have to push all the buttons. Yeah, you're so right. I make the same experience. I also love to be a guest because it's really like laying back and let's see what the host asks you and how secret, how many secrets he will reveal. So today I reveal secrets from you and we start with it right away. So Tyson, can you share a secret of you with us? Oh, a secret. Oh, geez, you've thrown me straight into the deep end, haven't you? A secret with me. Um, I don't know, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm like an open book. I don't hide too much. That's one thing my wife says she really likes about me is that uh, I tend to say what I think, but without trying to be rude. And I don't hide where I've come from. I don't hide where I'm planning on going in the future. Uh, I'm pretty much an open book. So what you see is what you get. Unfortunately, sometimes. But things that people probably don't know about me is. Um, I like I like cooking, even though I'm not that great at it, but I can follow a recipe. So that's probably one thing that most people wouldn't know, but they do know I like hamburgers. So that's not really a secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's nice. So cooking is always good. So Tyson, before we jump into all the mindset stuff and all the interesting things you are doing and offering. Yeah. Can you give us a brief overview of who you are and what you are doing? Okay. So, well, you know, my name is Tyson Franklin and my background is podiatry. So for the last 30 years, I had been practicing as a podiatrist. Over that time, I'd opened, relocated, yeah, modified, bought and sold over 20 podiatry businesses And probably more. I've sort of lost count after a period of time. Over that period, won a number of business awards. So when it came to business, I, I really always loved the business behind uh, podiatry. And I didn't know that until I was in my final year of podiatry and we had a business subject that I did and I got 100% for it. And I was the first person at the university, including all the business students, to ever get 100% for this particular um, subject. So all of a sudden I went, wow, business is actually interesting. And so from day dot, actually opening my business, I or opening my podiatry clinic, I always loved the business behind it more than the actual profession itself. And it just grew from there. The last probably five years ago, I just started doing a bit more coaching for other podiatrists. So my, my love of actually being in the business and working was sort of starting to fade, but I still enjoyed the behind the scenes. So I kept doing that. And then two years ago, I sold it uh, for a good um, whack of money, which was fantastic. And so now I get to do what I want to do. And two years ago, I started a – I did a walking challenge where I decided I'd walk an hour a day every day for 365 days, listen to a podcast, and then shoot a short video. And by doing that, not only did I get healthier, I also um, connected with so many people around the world and – I got this all. This, I I regained this love of audio and podcasting. I never didn't know too much about podcasting, but after you listen to probably over 400 podcasts, you start to work out what's good and what's bad. And I went, I want to get involved in this. So that's what sparked me to actually uh, start my own podcast show. 
Fantastic, Tyson. I was just about to ask you on that because that is actually how we two connected because of this video you created because you heard me as a guest on another podcast called That's Unstructured. True. So very yes. funny. And I like the idea so much so that I felt a strong desire. You have to be on my show. But How did you came up with this idea to shoot these videos and look for all the podcasts and how did it all play out? Well, it started when what had happened is my dad died at 49. When I, so when I was 17, my, my dad passed away and his dad died at like mid 50s or something like that. And I thought, wow, does this, does this mean that I'm, I might make it to 49? I may not. And when I actually turned 50, it was really bugging me and I thought, I'd, I'd read somewhere once that from the time you turn 40, you put on a kilo a year every year if you don't start looking after yourself. And at 50, I was probably about 10 kilos overweight. And I'm thinking, well, I'm spot on. I'm actually keeping up with the trend. And I thought, if I keep going this way, I'm going to die. Yeah, I will, I will die younger than what I, I probably should have. So I thought, I'm going to start exercising. So I thought, oh, what shall I do? So I thought, oh, I'll just I'll start walking. So I started doing that, but the problem was, It was so easy to find an excuse to, to not walk. So you get home in the afternoon, oh, I'm a bit tired. And the neighbor would yell at, do you want a beer? And you go, oh, walk, beer. Okay, yeah, I'll have the beer. So I could always find an excuse to say to not do it. And I went, you know what, I need to, I need to challenge myself. I need to put, a, put something in place that will force me that I have to go and do it. Because once, when I set a goal that I'm going to do something, the other thing I tend to do is I tell everybody I'm going to do it. And that keeps me accountable. So I thought, I told people I'm going to walk an hour a day every day for a year. And and then just before I started, I think it was Gary V. I was listening to something and he said, yeah, if you're going to live life, record record your life so that yeah, your children, grandchildren, all that have got something to look back on. And I went, okay. I said, well, if I'm going to walk and I'm going to listen to a podcast, I might just start recording what I learned from that podcast and just keep it for myself. Then a friend of mine said to me, you selfish bastard. I said, what? He goes, so, you, so you're going you're gonna to learn something every day from a podcast and you're going to shoot a video and you're going to keep it to yourself. And I went, yeah. He goes, why don't you put it on Facebook so we can all see what you're learning? And plus, that'll keep you more accountable. We'll keep track of the hours as you're doing it. And that's sort of how it started. <laughs> it just rolled around <laughs> from there. So I worked out the other day, I've shot, oh, I think it was, it's over 520 videos now. Wow, that is amazing. And I just heard again that we get better when we learn something and teach it to people because it reinforces the learning in our mind and in our subconscious mind. So I think you really learned a lot from what you did there and then also like reproducing the content and give it the giving the content in your own words. And I would pick on something that is really interesting, I think, for all the listeners, because we all have to deal with this challenges. And as soon as we set a goal for ourselves, or we want to change something, then all the roadblocks show up and all the difficulties. Oh, yeah. So Tyson, what was your strategy when you knew you had to walk your hour, but you didn't feel like it, or maybe your body didn't want it to go, what was your strategy <laughs> and how could you break through and do it anyway, like getting behind yourself? I must admit, 
it, there were some days there I'm thinking, why did I start this? This is the silliest thing I could have. And there were multiple times where I could have quit. There were multiple times when I was walking, I went, you know what, I'll just do 50 minutes today. No one will know. But then a little voice in my head was going, but, but I'll know. And I thought, if I, if I get to the end of the year and I do my 365 walks and everybody thinks I did, I did the 365 times one hour and I know I didn't, then I, I wouldn't have been able to live with myself. So what I had to do, I had to look at not just what was coming up that week. I had to plan like two weeks ahead and I really had to look in my diary and I had to plan it. I'm walking this morning. I'm walking that afternoon. I'm going to do two walks on this day because I can't walk the next day because I'm on an aeroplane flying over to another country. So it, that's what I had to try and it was there was a lot of planning involved. Mm, that makes sense. And when you now look back at this challenge with all the videos, what would you say, Tyson? Is there really some big value and big chances in videos because it gets more and more popular now with YouTube really producing content videos that last around 10 minutes and also now the Facebook live option, people doing live videos every day to reach people all yeah. around the world. So what is your opinion on that? Is there really this value in creating this kind of videos? I think videos are a really, really good way of connecting with people so they can actually see that you're a real person so like i love audio and the thing i like about audio is you can be doing something else while you're listening to audio you know you can be washing the car and listening to audio you can't wash the car and and watch a video at the same time but i think the advantage video has is people get to see you and i think when that when you're visually when you can visually hear something and see the person at the same time i think it builds up more trust faster as long as the videos are short And, and I know Facebook live videos have become really popular and I don't mind them, but I get really annoyed when someone's on live. I tend to actually, what's happening, I don't know what the stats are now about Facebook live, but I tend to avoid them. When someone flashes up and says they're live, I don't go on there because I used to click on there and they'd first three minutes they'd be going, yeah, well, I just thought I'd do this and uh, hey, hey, John, how you, how you doing? Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to give you a call. And I'm like, I don't care. Just get on with, why are you here? <laughs> like you made me come over here because you said that you had something really important to say and they drag out the first three to five minutes. Oh, I'm just going to wait till a few more people get on. I'm going, well, hang on, I'm already here. Yeah. Bugger the rest. Just tell me why you're here. They can watch the recording later. So I've been really turned off of Facebook live and even my walking, a few of the walking challenges I did, I thought I would shoot them Facebook live instead. And I think that lasted for about 10 10 walks and I went, oh no, bugger that, it's too hard. <laughs> Because I'd have to I'd have to really concentrate what I was yeah. going to say because I didn't want to be that annoying person that went, um, uh, or oh, geez, uh. So, because sometimes I'll shoot the video and I listen back to it and I go, oh, that was crap. That was really bad. So I delete it and I do it again. And then sometimes, I, I'm, I know some, I've shot the videos and I've done it about 12 times because It would all sound great, except I got the person's name wrong, who was the host of the show. And so when I did it last year, I used to do a lot of editing. And this year I thought, no, I'm not going to do any editing. It's just whatever I shoot, that's what I'm posting. I need to save time. So, yeah, that's a bit different. So anyway, I think I talked about video and went straight back to audio again. 
Yeah, that makes definitely sense. <laughs> so, Tyson, to wrap that up, where can we find the results of your video challenge? The video challenge, all you got to do is go on to Facebook's probably the easiest one, and you just go to the 365-hour mental and physical challenge. And I, I do have the videos on YouTube as well, but I never got around to posting them all. I still haven't got around to putting them all up there. I was about 200 or so into it, and I got busy and didn't post the rest. And the videos vary from some videos, you know, 40 people watch it. And I've had some videos where it's been two and a half thousand. So it, uh, yeah, it, it varied depending on, um, there were a lot of factors. <laughs> it's, it's hard to explain the different, sometimes it would just be if, if all of a sudden you shot one and it was Tim, it was Tim Ferriss that I was talking about. And if Tim liked it, all of a sudden a thousand people liked it. Sure. So, but then the next time you could do a Tim Ferriss one and Tim ignored it and so did everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. But when you don't try, you don't find out. So I know one last question on a video I was just thinking of. Would you say, Tyson, by doing this videos on a daily basis that you really get better at it because I think a lot of people are dealing with this issue of becoming visible what is not so easy in the first place oh no I, I look back at my first video and I go what a goofball what were you thinking and I probably probably the first video I probably shot it 30 times before I posted it um I, I'd hold the I'd hold the phone up and I go oh, I look like an idiot walking down the street holding the phone out talking to myself and <laughs> And I'd have people, yeah, and occasionally people go past and honk the horn and, and yell things out at me, uh, call me names uh, that I won't mention. And I felt really, really stupid. I felt really uncomfortable. But by the time I got to about 100, I was like, eh, I don't care what people think. I'd be in the middle of a busy street in Japan and I, I, would, uh, I would do it. It didn't really bother me because I thought, I don't know these people around me. They can judge me if they want. My idea was I wanted to share the content. This is part of the challenge. So I just went through with it. So anyone who's thinking doing videos, just do it. Don't worry about um, how silly you look or how silly you sound. You're going to be your own worst critic. That's what I learned. Um, so I think if you – once you realize that, that if you like – if you watch a video of yourself and you go, I think I look like a bit of an idiot, more than likely you don't. It's only if you look at it and you go, I look like a complete idiot, then maybe you do. <laughs> <laughs> all right i got it so before we talk about your favorite topic now audio and podcasts you mentioned that you worked together with a mindset coach so what brought yes. you to this decision and can you share with us your experience from working with a mindset coach so what changed in your mindset and what different decisions did you make from that Okay, so my mindset coach is a is a local lady called Deb Johnson who lives in the same area as me in Cairns, and I came across her about four years ago. She had a, a one day event on. We went along. They, actually, she was doing a a mindset for business, and it was aimed at couples in business, which I thought was really interesting. Not enough, I didn't think enough people did that. Well, I didn't know anyone that did that. So my wife and I were doing this uh, mindset for business together. And, and there were four other couples there. And it was fantastic. Really, really enjoyed it. And then when that all finished, my wife was using her as a mindset coach. 
And I, I still thought it was a little bit of voodoo myself. <laughs> and <laughs> so, but my wife used to come home and she was always happy after having a session and she had a more positive attitude. And, and, and I never had a problem, you know, having a positive attitude or having a, a bright outlook on life. It was never my drama. My problem was more just keeping myself focused on what was important. So all of a sudden I said to my wife, do you mind if, if, if I have a talk to Deb and just see if she can help me? And Chris said, yeah, not a problem. So, you know, now, yeah, four years down the track, I speak with my mindset coach every fortnight and <laughs> my wife, I think, stopped a while ago. Um, but it's, it's just having someone that it, it's not like a business coach. She's not there to tell me how to have a better business. She's not there to tell me how to market my business better. She's not there to turn me into a better podcaster or giving me instructions like that. She's purely just – she asks me questions which I which I am forced to answer and she slightly puts me in that little bit uncomfortable mode every now and then only because I have to be honest because you can't hide things. So – and she challenges me that, okay, I challenge you to do this and I'll go, oh, okay. She goes, oh, you hesitated. What, what's the hesitation? What's the little voice that's going on in the back of your head? And it might be, oh, I don't know. It's just saying that I'm, you know, I don't know if I can do this. And you go, okay, let's let's talk about what makes you think you can't do it. Yeah, have you have you failed in the past? And I go, well, well, no. Well, what makes you think you're going to fail in the future? So it's it's that type of thing. I think it's something it's it's so important that people need to they need to have someone other than your partner, other than your friends that you can openly talk with who knows what they're doing yeah i think so too and then you have someone who's uh, holding you accountable along the way so yeah a really good strategy and in the end we will talk about you mentoring people in business and helping them along as well as in podcasting but before we go there i would really love to talk about podcasting and audio so before i turned on the record button tyson you yeah. mentioned that last week you gave a talk about audio in business can you give us some clues yeah i i did a talk i had an event in cairns called communication persuasion and influence and I had a friend over dave freeze from america he was the keynote speaker and i i had a one hour session and my my talk was um how to use audio to grow your business and a lot of people when they think of audio they might think radio And and I asked the crowd, I said, okay, when, when you think of audio, what is it that you actually think about? And somebody said, oh, radio, CDs, MP, yeah, MP3s, and yeah, podcasting, audio books. So all these things sort of came about. And I'm thinking, and what, we're talk, what I was trying to explain to them, that there's so many ways that you can use audio in your business. It's not just about creating a podcast, it's Just recording, of, you know, there's, there's multiple ways you can record your voice, whether you're just using uh, an iPhone and, um, you know, like in the headphones with a little mic built into it. The quality of those recordings are actually quite good. So you've seen some of my videos, and that's just the phone itself recording it. And and the sound's usually not too bad. So I was trying to explain to them that you don't have to have an elaborate setup. You don't have to have fancy microphones or a mixing board and a computer and all that. You can easily just record using your smartphone. But then it's what are you what are you going to do with it? If it's if it's just to you could use it for training staff, you could use it just to um, you know just remind yourself of, of different things. But you can also upload that somehow onto your website. There's different ways you can do it. 
but you can upload it onto your website and you can use that information to educate people. You can do recordings and create CDs to give out instructions. And an example I gave, I said to somebody, I said to the group, have you ever had a client you've given instructions to and they haven't followed it? <laughs> and everyone went, oh, well, well, yeah. And I went, okay, and they come back and you say, oh, you didn't tell me that. And you go, oh, yes, I did tell you. And I go, no, no, I, I would have remembered. And I said, imagine giving someone instructions and then saying to them, hey, and on your way home, put the CD in your in your car and have a listen to it as you're driving home. It only goes for 10 minutes. And it reinforces what you just told them in the room. You know, so if you have systems in place and you know what you're telling at a particular part of a of a visit, whether it's a consultation um, or, or a mentoring call or, or something like that, and you can give them that CD that they can listen to afterwards. So these are all the ideas I was throwing out there on how you can use audio to actually grow your business and just take it to that next level. And then you've got podcasting, of course. Of course, a very smart idea. So you are really the guy of smart ideas concerning the video and now also the audio for business. I think this is a, a really good and kind of new idea and approach to the whole thing to uh, yeah move your business forward. So Tyson, what is your podcast? Where can we find it? And what is it all about? Okay, so my podcast is called It's No Secret with Dr. T. And it's a It's a small business and marketing podcast. That's the easiest way to explain it, but it's slightly, I think it's slightly different to most small business and marketing podcasts. We, we have a bit of fun. We have a few laughs. We take it serious, but we sometimes, we're a little bit, I think, just a little bit left field. It's not super serious all the way through, and it's definitely not boring. So if people want to get to it, they can type in It's No Secret with Dr. T anywhere online, and it just pops up. Or they can go to my website, which is TysonFranklin.com, and just click on the podcast, and they're all listed down there. Very easy. So we covered video, audio, and what we are now missing is the written content. So you also published a book. Can you give us some information on your book, Tyson? Okay. Yeah. Well, there was two books. The first one was It's No Secret There's Money in Podiatry, because that was my background. And whatever, it was a good book. I, I, I love that book. And, but unless you, people who weren't podiatrists weren't reading it, and they go, oh, I'm not a podiatrist. But then a lot of people who I'd given it to said, wow, if you take out the word podiatry and put real estate, it, it just applies. I went, yeah, pretty much. So I went back and I rewrote the book, and I didn't realize how much it was really a podiatry book when I went back and rewrote it. So the second book was It's No Secret There's Money in Small Business. And, And that is a far better book than the first book. But what's funny is my first book, the podiatry one, outsells the second book five to one. So when people say there's riches and niches or niches, depending on which country you're from, um, there is. I think the more you narrow down, you target the market or, or what you want to write about, that's that's where the that's where the power is. Unless you're someone super famous, you know, like Gary Vee, he could write a book on, you know, floral art and he'll sell a million copies but for the rest of us we can't do that <laughs> <laughs> good strategy there so tyson it's today possible to get like unlimited information and basically everything is out there to learn everything yeah. to do everything with all the content and you can choose your own adventure like going for video audio or reading or a combination of all that but this is 
just one half of the equation because you are collecting all this information, all these ideas, but it is worth nothing when you don't do anything with it, when you don't come to action, when you don't implement everything you've learned, so you won't get anywhere. And this is why I think it is really good to have a mentor and, as I said, someone who's holding you accountable so that you really take the steps and you make changes and you take the actions to get the results. So what would you say, what are the big advantages of having a mentor or business coach? Oh, I, I, I can't stress the importance enough about you know, like having a business coach, it's, I, I probably worked for the first 10 years of my life. I, I just did my own thing. I read a few books, um, tried to just reinvent the wheel all the time because I thought, well, what's, well, what's a business coach going to teach me? So I never worried about it. And then I went to a, I went to a weekend seminar and it was all on business. And that, that just totally changed the way that I looked at things. And then straight after that, I got myself a business coach and my business pretty well doubled within about three months of actually having a business coach. And the advantage I found with them is they were, they could see things that I couldn't see. So, you know, it's like they always say, you can't see your own bald spot, which is pretty good because if I could have looked at it all day, it'd bug me. Um, but, and I think that's what happens in your own business. A, a, a business coach or a mentor can actually see what you can't see. But I reckon the critical part of getting a business coach is checking them out and making sure they know what they're talking about. You know, if, if they've said they're a business coach and you, and you have a look at their whole working history and the whole working history is really they've only ever been a business coach for five years and they've done nothing beforehand, they're working for the government somewhere, I think you've got to go, oh, okay, does, does this person, is that, are they really a business coach or have they just read a business coaching book and they're just going through the motions? So I think you've got to interview business coaches like you would interview any other person for your team, they are part of your, they're part of your team and they should be, and I think there's a difference too between a coach and a mentor. So to me, a, a coach is someone that may not have done what, what you want to do, but they can help coach you through that because they've got certain skills. Whereas a mentor is usually someone who's done, yeah, they've done it before that they've been where you want to go. So therefore they they can teach you from experience so I think that's the difference between the two. So you've got to work out what is it that you need, a coach or a mentor or, or a coach mentor. It could be both. Yeah, that is good advice on that to find maybe someone. And I saw on your website, Tyson, because you have all this business knowledge for so many years and you built businesses, sold businesses and created also a lot of things. You are also very creative with this podcasting thing and now know a lot about audio. So how is it possible to get you as a mentor? Oh, well, that's a good question. Um, usually most people that get me as a mentor, I've, I've bumped into, I, I know them and they've spoken to me enough. They talk to me for a little while. They go, I'd love to have you as a, as a mentor and help me get through this particular area, part of my business. But anyone can just, they can just go to my website, tysonfranklin.com, click on the mentoring part and just see if there's something in there that, that appeals to them and, and, and read through it. And then if they want to do they want to talk to me for half an hour just to see, are we a good match? Um, I don't mind setting something up, whether we do it on Zoom or Skype, and we just have a bit of a talk and see, can I help them? But my, my biggest area that I love more than anything else is the marketing side of things, is 
I, you know, in, in both my books, I had this section called the six pillars of marketing. And, and I think any business that's not applying all six pillars, even though I know some people go, oh, it's all about social, social media. For some businesses, it is. For some, it isn't. I, I think if you're not applying all six in, in at least some form, you're, you're leaving money on the table and you're leaving the door open for competitors. It's something that's really important. So that that's the area that I really like um, yeah, mentoring and coaching in is that marketing area. And can, can I tell you a quick story? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Well, I was at a, I was in a yeah an event recently, and there was somebody there, and and this is the part that scares me about social media, is the person I'm talking to said, um, I said, what do you do? And they said, oh, I'm a social media, oh, I'm into social media marketing. I went, oh right, okay. How long have you been doing that for? Oh, a couple of weeks. <laughs> I went, oh, I so see you worked for a company before. Oh no, no, I've uh, got a couple of clients and. Yeah, pretty much. Really, I don't really know too much at all, but I'm I'm learning as I go, and I'm just one step ahead of them. In fact, he said, "Yeah, so sort of, I'm using these clients, and they're teaching me how to how to." He goes, "I don't really know much about AdWords. I'm doing Facebook ads for them, but they're all failing. But I'm getting better." And and I walked away, and I went, "That's what's wrong with social media marketing. Is this is when if you're going to get someone to help you with their marketing." is go and check out that they know what they're doing. And, and even with me, I, I will talk to people about, okay, let's have a look at what you're doing on Facebook and LinkedIn and, and that type of thing. You know, what what may be the best part for your business? But I won't actually do it for anyone. I'll direct them and say, I, maybe you need to talk to these people because I know they are really good in that particular area. I, I know how to do it, but I, I'm not an expert in it. Whereas these people are putting themselves out there as experts and it oh, frustrates the crap out of me. Hmm. I, I see that it's really interesting. And I think a lot of people are out there calling themselves a social media marketing expert, and they are not. So they don't have all the experiences and the knowledge that you really need to know. And I think it doesn't matter in which field you are in, business coach, author, whatever. So marketing is really, really important when it comes to publishing your work, getting new clients and all sorts of those things. So really helpful, Tyson, that you have all this knowledge and you're then on top so passionate about it because I think passion is really the thing that sells it through in the end. Yeah. So happy that you shared your website with us. Are there any like magic words for the end to wrap everything up? Something you would like to inspire the listeners with or just a very good business advice you can give away? Yeah, two things. One, I have a quote that I live by, and it's, you know, I always say, people with integrity expect to be believed, and if not, they let time prove them right. So if, if you're doing something and you know that you're right and you believe that you're right, just, just stick with it. Don't listen to what anybody else is saying. And in the end, your integrity will show them that you were right in the end. That's that's one thing I live by. And the other part is just, um, I don't know, take time off. You gotta. I think you gotta take some time out of what you're doing and just have a have a mental break, whatever it is, and just have a, have a if it's just 24 hours, just have a mental break from what you're doing and relax a little bit, and then just come back stronger. That's take some good holidays. Yeah, I think too often people go, "I'm too oh, I'm too busy to take a holiday." Well, if you don't take a holiday, you, you're gonna be dead. So you'll be taking a big long holiday then. So I think we need to take more holidays. Yeah, 
I would say this is really a magic tip that is so true that it's helpful to take yourself out, take yourself out of context and see things from a different perspective. And as you said, come back stronger with more energies, like recharge battery and not burning out in what you're doing. Yeah, and sometimes you know, it may not be, you know, you need to go and take a holiday. It might just, you know, take two days off and, and just go and see some areas around your own town that you never get to see. Um, but what's funny is like with podcasting, so I find podcasting really relaxing. So when I'm doing that, I feel like I'm having a break anyway because it's fun. But sometimes I still need to just, I need to just turn everything off and and walk away. And just do that for 24 hours, which is really, really hard to do sometimes because we have our phones are just attached to us. It's really hard to to just not jump online or do something. Yes. Yes, you're definitely right. So hopefully we get more people into podcasting because, as you said, it's really fun. So I would like to inspire more of the listeners to check out your podcast. I will put everything around you in the show notes to make it easy for them to find you there as a podcaster, mentor, author, or whatever they like. And as we talked before, so we will meet in 2019 podcast movement. We will. We will in Orlando, and I'm looking forward to it. I want to see some close-up magic. Yes, you will, definitely. I promise that. So, Tyson, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show today. It was a great pleasure to have you here as a guest, and I would definitely love to stay in touch. No, definitely. It's been fun, and it's been an honor to be on your show. Thank you very much. Thanks, Tyson. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to today's episode at Pure Mind Magic with Tyson E. Franklin. Make sure to check out the Christmas gift tip of today, the U-Light system. You will find the link in the show notes below and you can get it directly from Amazon no matter where you are at the moment. And because it's Christmas time, I would be so happy if you could share the show Pure Mind Magic with one of your friends. Just send them the link to your podcast app so they can start listening as well. That helps spread the magic a little more. And tomorrow for December 4th, I decided to bring you a business lady to the show. Her name is Julia Carson and she is a financial advisor, entrepreneur and is all about financial freedom and the mindset around how to create it. She is in general a very interesting person because she also worked in the field or let's say not really work but worked out in the field of bodybuilding performances and contests and she learned a lot from that and transferred all her knowledge into the financial world so she tells you what to do when you got stuck in finances and also how to find a way from depth to seven 
figures. So this will be a very interesting and enlightening episode tomorrow concerning financial things. And I think this is also an interesting topic for Christmas because we all know that it can get expensive with all the Christmas gifts and preparing everything for Christmas, getting everything together. So I'm sure some advice here is really helpful and she has some amazing energy. So tune in for this episode tomorrow. All for today. Until tomorrow, create some magic. <laughs>